Yo, yo, yo. Good morning, Nashville. Good morning, Nashville. Man, peace to the city and peace to the planet. Month 12, Nashville. Man, last month of the year, man. Super, super excited that you guys have walked with us and supported us throughout the uh Throughout the 2022 year, it's been a challenging year, but a good year, and we still standing strong. Your favorite podcast each and every Monday morning, the Black Men Vent 2 Podcast. Good morning, Nashville. My name is Jonathan Davis. I go by Junebug. Nashville, my name is Leon Davis Jr., and I go by L Dog. And yes, man, uh, 2022 has probably been a year that if you ask me 10 years from now, I'm still going to remember. That's how challenging it's been for us on a personal level as well as a collective level as a family. But at the end of the day, Black Man Ventu Podcast is still standing strong, still putting out content every week, man. Even though we had a little audio difficulties this week, we still got a show this morning. So it's not Monday morning, it's Tuesday morning. It's raining, but if you want to put a smile on your face, check out this episode. Check out this episode, man. Taco Tuesday, you know what I'm saying? We here, man. But uh, Black Man Ventu Podcast wants to thank you guys, as always, for your support. Um, again, guys, $10 advertisements. We're doing that for any small business. If you do nails, if you do hair, if, if your homegirl bake cakes, if you if you got a rap song, if you got a new album, we don't care. We want to help you. We want to support you and we want to help promote you and advertise you on our show. Make sure you guys tap into that. It's $10 for a limited time only. So make sure y'all tap into that with us. But great episode we got for you on today, man. We got another artist straight out of the heart of Nashville that's giving us great content on this Tuesday morning. You guys check in, tap in with us, Spotify, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, wherever you find podcasts at, give us a five-star rating, man. Help us out a little bit because little do you guys know those ratings help us to obtain sponsorships and everybody loves money. And we love money on Black Men Vent too. <laughs> After the sponsorship segment break, we'll get right into today's content. Nashville, have you heard of Black Men Vent today? And just like that, man, just like that, we're back. We're back. Good morning to you guys, man. Good morning to you guys. Tuesday morning. Tuesday morning, yeah, Nashville. Yeah. A day behind, but not a day behind where we can't get this content out, man, to That's you guys right. this week. Nashville, have you heard a Black Man Vent today? We are super excited, man, to bring to you guys another guest, man. A uh, new flavor, man, that we're bringing onto the episode, onto the podcast today. And, uh, man, we're super excited, Nashville, to present to some and introduce to others. Nick Drake, better known, affectionately known as Chuck Indigo. Uh, just briefly giving his bio before he gets on, man. This dude's got a bad left hand on that court, man. Uh, I know he'll probably talk about it a little bit more, man. But shout out to uh, East National Magnet High School. Um, you know what I'm saying? Because that was where I first was introduced to Nick, man, on the court and just how he was breaking ankles, man. And, 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 that way he showed you the left hand? Yeah, man. Yeah, 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 man. He, he brought it into play, man. And, and just even outside the court, man, I done, you know what I'm saying, played some pickup ball with him. He done made me look foolish, too. So, man, said all that to say, man. He's transitioned into now being an artist, man. He has a great following in the city, and I'm going to shut up and let him hop on, man. Big dog, how you doing this morning? I'm good, man. I appreciate that intro, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Little piece of hair grease to everybody out there listening, man. Yeah. Uh, uh, Nick Drake, as some people know me, and then, you know, Chuck Indigo as some other, you know, may know me around the city, man. Uh, just a multi-hyphenate uh, uh, artist, producer um, from the city, man. Uh, father, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Word. Also, you know what I'm saying? Uh you know, member of a lot of different, uh, you know, uh, community organizations such as Black Nashville Assembly. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, you know what I mean? Uh, entrepreneur. Yeah. You dig what I'm saying? So, uh, wear a lot of hats, but you know what I'm saying? Uh, ultimately, I'm blessed. I'm just happy to be here, man. man I appreciate you. I love, yeah. I love you, yeah. man. We, we glad to have you, man. And, uh, <laughs> you know, we was talking about that a little bit off mic, man. That it's something about Nashville. When y'all get the answer to this, y'all call and tell mm-hmm. us. Uh, put, put something on. Put something out there. Write something. Let us know, man. What's the deal with these left-handers, man? They they, they always we, we good one, in right? sports, man. They always got pretty hand right, man. Yeah, they can fight, man. It's always something they can do, man. Yeah. What is the deal with that, man? Yeah, so y'all man. call us one up and let us know what that is, man. And I'm glad I'm right-handed, but I'm just saying. Yeah. It's something about that left hand, man. I wish I could do that thing too, man. Hey, man, some people got the juice and some people got the sauce. So yeah. There's a difference, you know what I'm saying? But, uh, hey, man, we, we glad to have you on, man. Um, hey, man, I've said it on the last couple of episodes. No, don't nobody know you. Yeah. You feel me? Don't nobody know you in Nashville, man. So take this time, man, to just uh, run down, man, who you are, man. Who is Nick Drake outside 
of Chuck Indigo, man. And then if you want to run into that, man, just let Nashville know who you are. Yeah, what man. you're trying to do in the city. Man, I'm a uh man, I'm a I'm a native, man. I'm a native. Um and I'm a proud black man, man. Um uh, you know what I'm saying? So like I I I stand behind that firmly for sure. Uh that's something that I advocate about yeah. is like seeing black people do well it's not yeah. to say i don't want other people to do well right, but right, like right. you know what i'm saying my focus right. and my uh my attention is on you know what i'm saying the betterment of black folk yeah. uh, essentially with mm-hmm. pretty much any mission or like mm-hmm. or thing i try to dedicate myself to so you know what i'm saying um yeah man i'm a uh like i said man i'm a i'm a native of here so so this this city really like um really like birthed the, the man I you know what I'm saying I grew to be you know what I'm saying along with office of my parents and my upbringing and stuff like that but right. I think being here um allowed me to like grow uh just into the you know what I'm saying into my different you know what I'm saying talents and gifts and different things like that and be able to explore them you know what I'm saying without um yeah without like feeling you know stifled or anything like that or feeling bound by by like a certain you know what I'm saying uh, idea of me or something like that. So I think this city like is, is a lot of why I'm who I am. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and yeah, I think I'm just fighting to to, to make sure that you know um, not only that like my my legacy is cemented here, but also you know what I'm saying. Like I said uh, before, just black peoples. I think um, we we have a lot to do with the rich you know culture here and oh, the city man. here and uh, yes. the history here and it's like yes, uh obviously you see with gentrification and stuff like yes. that it's, it's yes. kind of getting like erased in front of our eyes you know what i'm saying yes um and then even too like just you know what i'm saying with COVID and everything like that happened and that did something i feel like to a lot of people's memories man yes. being oh, in the man. house and stuff like yes. that and yes. just coming back yes. out it's like you forget right. about how things you know uh how well things once were here for black people you know what i'm saying how much we thrive and stuff like that so um yeah man that's really me right that's really me um you know what i'm saying i'm a dad so you know um and a family family, yeah husband yeah girl dad (laughs) you know i'm saying husband you do what i'm saying so that's something um too that i that i really take um you know what i'm saying i just take pride in man i take seriously and just you know what i mean i try to uh Man, I'm just trying to, yeah, man, provide a better life for my youngin. You know what I'm saying? Show her the way. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. That's it. Man. That's what time it is, man. Yeah, yeah. And, and it sounds like to me, man, that you really taking that fatherhood thing seriously, man. For sure. And, you, and it sounds like that you you want to be held accountable for being a good father, man. For sure. And I think that's what we need to do as black men is hold each other accountable. Now, this the thing about accountability. You tell me what you think about it accountability is holding somebody to a standard man that they can already that the person that's holding you to the standard already know that you can achieve that because sure. they've seen you in that in that in that space before sure. so they holding you accountable for what they've already seen in you plus they probably see some potential in you you know what i'm for saying sure, sure. so when you think about it from their perspective man sometimes it's not gonna be what you want to hear mm-hmm. sometimes bro's gonna tell you what you want to uh, hear yeah, for sure. and, but but check this out but we don't like them kind of dudes man and mm-hmm. we don't want them dudes in our life i do yeah, you know yeah. what i'm saying but cats don't be wanting them dudes in their life man so what do you say to a brother man when you got people in your life like that and you always trying to push them out yeah, you don't yeah. want them in your life you want them yes men yeah i think man i mean i think um and that's this is something that like I'm I'm still you know what I mean I'm I'm trying to get better with myself in terms of just being comfortable being uncomfortable you know what I'm saying mm-hmm, I think mm-hmm. uh, that's good being and too I mean just just understanding too that like uh, like you said man when you when you when you're setting a standard mm-hmm. a standard is like a, a lot of people don't realize that's really the bare minimum mm-hmm. like that's the bare right, minimum right, like requirement the, like, like yeah that ain't up. that ain't yeah, like yeah. you know what I'm saying a lot of times we talk about setting standards and it's always think of it as some hierarchy thing that you you reach the top and that's the standard but mm-hmm. it's like if the top is your standard then that's actually like your bottom you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying mm-hmm. because it's just like we don't really take nothing less than that you mm-hmm. know what i'm saying and so um you know i think it's important for i always try to keep somebody in your corner you know what yeah, i'm saying man. that's 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 gonna you know what i mean that's gonna tell you right from wrong that's gonna that's gonna be that but i think it's important too that that person has to who, who's giving it a lot of times um it's a lot more effective yeah. when that person is a doer. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like they, a practitioner words, they, of what they're talking about. In other words, like they say in scripture, man, they not only are heroes, but they're doers. Yeah. And like you just said, you telling me something, but are you, how yeah. you how you holding yeah. it up? You know what and I'm I saying? And I think sometimes, too, mm-hmm. like telling people um, by your actions is, is, is like some of the most powerful ways to like, you know what I'm saying, to get your message across. Yes. Because I think sometimes... Um, 
what I'm saying? I think a lot of today's society is 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 kind of we suffer from this like you hear us before you see us type mm-hmm. thing, mm-hmm. and uh, I don't think that's always effective. You know what I'm saying? And bringing about the changes you want to see is like a lot of people complain about. You know what I'm saying? Oh, well, I don't like this. I don't like that. Mm-hmm. And it's like, why? Well, like how? How much are you trying to be like? that change that you trying yeah, to see like how much change. have you exactly yeah. how much have you tried to like implement the things that you want to see done you know what I'm yes. saying? or are you just like complaining about it and saying like, i don't like this i don't like that i don't yeah. you know what i'm saying like <laughs> i always got this thing too it's like i be seeing people a lot of times where they, they like so quick to say like what they wouldn't do yeah. and i'd be like bro that's cap because it's like yeah. we see what you would do <laughs> yeah, yeah. If it was you, because at, yeah. we're at this point in time, right. yeah, man, yeah, and man. this thing is going yeah. on, and yeah. you, on, you got your thumbs out, yeah. you ain't did, so you, we know what you would do, yeah, right? exactly. You know and like, I mean, because like, I even think, um, I think about like the, the Deion Sanders thing, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. A lot of people. You know, well, you hit a fresh one right there. Yeah, yeah that's fresh. You know what I mean? Hey, look, he he been now already, y'all. Yeah, I was yeah, gonna pop yeah. the question, but yeah, he yeah, been now already. Yeah, I've been seeing that a lot today, man. Yeah, I've been, yeah. I've been thinking Me too. Yeah, it's such a man. So I think it's so funny, man, because you know, and I'm glad I started my conversation. Yeah, man. It's like you know what I'm saying. I talked about doing what we do. You know what I mean? Doing what I do on my mission being black people centered. Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? But in no way, shape, or form does that like make me the like designated like savior. The savior of the of the race. Yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of times we have we we in our communities we suffer from like victim blaming. Mm-hmm. It's like <laughs> it's like everybody's so upset at Deion Sanders about going to a school, making less than a, a way less than what he could have probably made anywhere yes. else. Yeah, ain't about the money Not only donate donating his personal yeah. salary uh-huh. to get things built on the campus, them yeah. facilities and stuff he built on that campus gonna yeah. be there when he gone. Uh huh. But they talking about because he left after three years and it's just like. Well, well, wait a minute now. Like, hold on. Like, like he don't. I'm glad we're on the is, same page. What does he owe to his? You know what oh, saying? I'm with it too, yeah. man. What does he yeah. owe to his parents? I mean, like yeah. to his family, to his grandkids. Exactly. So all this is yeah. like, it's yeah, like man. this man just signed a thirty million dollar contract. Uh. He ain't made a million dollars in three years at Jackson State. Yeah, uh-huh. and you know what? And he just said it. Mm. And it ain't about the money yeah, with Dion, no, man. It it's, yeah. Not, it's not yeah. at all. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He got a big. See, that's the thing about. He's got a bigger, bigger picture vision than the people that's talking this stuff because I think we all on the same. Don't get me wrong, I, I man, I love Dion, man, and Dion because I'm from Georgia. So Dion, when he first came in the league, he was playing with the Braves and the Falcons. Mm-hmm. So you know he had us on, on had, had 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 us on ten. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Everything he did, it was it was Dion, Dion. Yeah. Then he left, but but you couldn't be mad because one thing he said and he's right. Be mad at him all you want. The dude is a winner, man. Yeah. He won yeah. at Florida State. Yeah. He won at Atlanta. Yeah. He won with the Falcons in the break. Yeah. He won in San Francisco. He yeah. won in Dallas. And then he just won in Jackson. So what do Colorado want? They want some wins. You know and too, I think even just going back to that whole, like the whole, when I was talking about victim blaming in our community, nobody has everybody's pointing to him like he's the bad guy right when he brought the value it's like nobody said anything about the presidents of the, of the swag nobody said nothing about the presidents of the school mm-hmm. why they ain't doing nothing to bring no funding in right, but right, this right. man who's responsible for playing football they don't yeah. play they only play from what august to, to damn december uh, december right 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 six right. months five yeah. months mm-hmm. out of the year so what's going on the rest of the year you see what i'm saying yeah it's just like yeah. so and then yeah. so it's like yeah. completely they completely neglect the value he's brought and think and feel like well he had so much more to bring and felt like he was wrong and i think even if you look at his track record through the time he was there he was always forthcoming about everything he said he said he had a whole 60 minute segment about when they asked him they said if yeah. power five come knocking with i gotta entertain uh-huh. he, yeah. he, he he said yeah. it earlier this it's, year yeah. he said it he you know did. what i mean and he so did. i think i just think uh i just think black people we gotta we gotta get out of the mindset of um feeling like um when someone has worked to achieve a certain status or a certain a level of success in their own life, mm-hmm. I think it's it's just a weird thing to feel like that person now owes you something yeah. because it's like yeah. if you look yeah. at his, you know I, I I I'm a fan of Deion Sanders so mm-hmm. I don't watch a lot of his interviews and stuff and he mm-hmm. talk about it in a lot of interviews where he said when he was seven years old. 
He told his mama she he was gonna retire her. They was living in the shack and all mm-hmm. this other stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, man, like this man came from poverty, just like yeah. a whole bunch of other yeah. people yeah. did. He yeah. probably had chances to make <laughs> some bad decisions and all time. Yeah. He may yeah, have made some bad decisions that just yeah. you know he and he got you know he God's grace. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, man. But it's yeah. like I think um, I think it's weird for us to feel like that person owes everything to us or something when it's just like man i seen something on twitter it cut me though because it was so true he's like some of y'all complaining about Deion sanders leaving jackson state and y'all sold y'all grandmama house and it's wow. justification you know thing. I mean? you're right it's yeah. like right. as soon as you got that dollar sent yeah. to you you gave up your hopes that's the only thing your family gave up your, look gave up your family you, legacy you hear me yeah uh-huh. established a legacy yeah. yes I'm glad. Yeah. I'm glad. I'm glad. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Man. yeah. yeah he, took, he took the words out of yeah. my mouth, man. Mm-hmm. Because what I was gonna say was, you, you, you. Let's 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 simplify it for your your everyday people, okay? Because I feel like a lot of times, black people, we 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 get the social media thinking of what a celebrity's life is like, mm-hmm. and we attach it to that. Everybody mm-hmm. think that Dion went to Colorado for the money. Okay, if he is that way, let's just let's just let's just bring it down to the modern day person. You at your affiliated job, wherever you at, if you listening now, whatever organization company you mm-hmm, work for, mm-hmm. you're the janitor. You've been working hard for the janitor or in that janitor position. You cleaning every fault, every flow, every flow, every window, every door knob. You mm-hmm. got it knocked out, down pat. You've been working that job for three years. Mm-hmm. Uh, my boy been uh, Dion been at Jackson State for three years, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying. Naturally, you don't want janitor of the year one year. You don't want custodian of the year. Right, right, you don't right. want employee of the month. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm getting somewhere because at the end of the day, if you get a job opportunity to go from the janitor to the CEO or whatever company you work for, you done gave all of that ample time. Yeah. My man, Dion won two swag championships. Come on, man. Like, we ain't yeah. come that far. And was this last one undefeated? Undefeated. It's okay. hard work. Undefeated. Stay the same. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I think yeah. that's the thing, too. I think that's a, a common theme in the black communities. It's like we expect a person to do all of this work to grow and evolve and then you expect them to stay the same and it's just like mm-hmm. that to me that is an example more so of the crab in a bucket mentality man it hasn't we've been saying that i'm saying we like we ain't gonna hit on that but we we use that that analogy a lot yeah and i mean even on the flip side of that too you know what i'm saying because even that can become a form of victim blaming like in terms of like because the people that's doing it is hurt too and i feel like a lot of that comes from you dig what i'm saying it's like when you ain't came from nothing you know what i'm saying and you Mm -hmm. in survival mode it's kind of it becomes hard for you to see beyond what you know yeah exactly yeah yeah, i'm saying and so it's like it's like Mm -hmm. expecting him to i don't know come back and help them or what it's like I kind of it feels to me it just it shows like you know what I mean how people are kind of like uh, what is it with us I know, I know you you, you know trying to mean? get it out it's like stricken just by our yeah. environment so yeah. it's like it's like it's yeah. like feeble minded you know yeah. what I'm saying yeah. and it's like um yeah. it's man it's a weird thing it's a weird dynamic because in so many ways it's like man like what that you you I think I think all of our our jobs, you know what I'm saying, as black people, is to find out what we do well mm-hmm. that can contribute to the betterment of society and humanity. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If you're not doing that, mm-hmm. you're doing a disservice to all of humanity, not yes, just yes. black people, yep. but everybody. You yep. know what I'm saying? And so I think a lot of times the thinking isn't that; it's more so like kind of seeing, not seeing the like like. Neglecting the God in yourself, neglecting mm, like mm. the power that's in, that you have. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, and kind of like yeah. willingly giving it to other things, or other yeah, people. Or, man, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and mm-hmm. saying, oh well, like Deion Sanders was supposed to do this. It was like, well, in my yeah. opinion, Jack State got a new coaching job open, and if that, right. and, that's a, and that's another opportunity, another, another opportunity. problem, man, yeah. 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 to further push the the, uh-huh. the move that he somebody, left. That he yeah. somebody on his staff. Yeah. Yes. Well, they just got a pay raise for one. Now right. they have a good season next year. Mm-hmm. Now yeah. it begs the question. I was like, okay, well, was that a Deion Sanders' job right. that they were playing so well? Mm-hmm. Or were, did you have something to do with that too? Mm-hmm. Because that's been the debate with Belichick and Tom Brady over the last, what, year, yeah. two years, three years mm-hmm. now. Brady went out to Tampa Bay, mm-hmm. did his thing out there. And then the debate was, okay, 
was it really Bill Belichick and his his sister, mm-hmm. or was Tom Brady really that dude? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's, 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 and, it's, and it's a it's a it's a you said it, it's a scratch my back, you scratch I scratch yours type mm-hmm. ordeal because they were good together, right? You know what I'm right. saying? Because right. now that Brady's gone, right. of course they struggling a little bit, right. but now look at Tampa Bay, they struggling too. You know what I'm saying? So it's just one yeah. of the things where when you come together. It's sad, man, but when we come together and have successes, man, the enemy always gets in there and tears it up, mm-hmm. yeah. breaks it apart, man. And you just got to always focus on the bigger vision, man. I think that's what Dion is doing. Yeah. He's focusing yeah. on the bigger vision. Now, I say that because I don't know if you ever heard this story about Dion. I heard you say he was a fan of him. But I heard this story about it. It made me have more respect for him because I try to, I, I don't try. I walk with Christ. I'm not perfect at it because mm-hmm. don't, there's no perfect person. But I walk with Christ on a daily, man. And Dion said after he won the Super Bowl with Dallas, he said that night that he after they won the Super Bowl, hoopla, all that, you know, confetti, everything to happen. He said after all of that, most people will be satisfied. He said, man, he went to bed. He says he lay in his bed before he, he had just ordered the most expensive car at that time. I don't even know what it was, but the time that Dallas won the Super Bowl, he had ordered the most expensive car at that time. And he said he lay in his bed. I got the most expensive car coming. My family's good. I just won a Super Bowl, and I'm not satisfied. He said that's when he gave his life to Christ. Mm. That's what he said. Mm. He said because he was not fulfilled. Out of all this worldly stuff that people be wanting, he said he wasn't fulfilled with it, man. Mm. And that's what. So now when I look at him, I think about that story, mm-hmm. and I think about him taking his platform to his t- he's taking his influence and his and, and, and everything that he's gained over his career to another platform where he can reach more people. More people. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. Colorado, yeah. Yeah, yeah, man, yeah. come on now. He's if he, he's, if he's, he go out there and win, he's, he's fishing in a bigger pond. That's just all He's fishing in a bigger pond. That's all And I think, you gotta support it. And I think too, I think too, it's just like, it begs the bigger conversation too about what our values are as far as black people. Yeah. Like I said earlier, it's like, man, why Why is the, why is it so much about Dion leaving and what he's taking away from JSU when it's like, man, he added so much. Mm-hmm. And to think the fact that just a football coach is leaving a university a and y'all feel coach. like mm-hmm. he taking so much away from the school, it's like, yeah. bro, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a place of higher education. Yeah. <laughs> like right. they got schools that right. don't even got football teams, exactly. so it shouldn't even matter exactly. what he doing that much. It's like so, it's like all, it, you know, what I mean, it shows that like you know a lot of our value and a lot of who we look to a lot of times is these entertainers, these athletes, oh, and stuff like that. You go. And it's like, yeah, man, you know what I mean? Yeah. It. That's that's fine and all, but it's like we got to understand, man. It's like, man, these people wasn't in no libraries or at no whatever when they was trying. Right. They was in gyms and on mm-hmm. football fields and weight right. rooms and yes. all this other right. and on yes. stages and right. in studios. They yeah. wasn't thinking about you when they yeah. was getting all this money. So and it's like they didn't ask for these platforms to 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 make them, you know, this, exactly. this media to make them who they was. You get mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And I think we uh, a lot of times we just take too much. Um, too much stock in it, you know yep. what I'm saying? Yeah, and I think it affects yeah. it just affects our ability to to see the bigger picture sometimes. You dig what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I don't I don't understand how culturally too, man, we want so much for our culture, but when the, our culture or someone in our culture reach reaches their highest point of potential, we hate it. Man, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't I that's another piece back to the Dion thing. Mm-hmm. I, I really think it's just some black folks that just hate it's, those it's, dudes. It's weird, I hate that too, it's man. Because it's yeah. like I even what? think about too, bro, like he was um you know he, he he's at this HBCU, mm-hmm. but if I remember correctly, the argument a lot what a lot of people was before that these Power Five schools wasn't hiring black coaches. Yeah, right, exactly. And so exactly right. HBCUs actually became like that that like it it actually became like a secondary choice that they tried to like spitefully I feel like yeah. push mm-hmm. yeah. number one thing. Oh, we gonna show them yeah. we need to get everybody to come to HBCU right. now to show them we can do woo, 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 woo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. and it's just like man is this really helping these kids it's like mm-hmm. bro I done been to some HBCU campuses like somebody was talking I seen somebody on Twitter talking about uh, uh, uh HBCU of uh, Talladega it's in it's in yeah. Alabama mm-hmm. they mm-hmm. offered to pay for for um Dion to finish his um what's the name mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. when I played college ball we played Talladega my junior year, they were their accreditation was in uh, was in jeopardy. Wow, wow. you dig what I'm uh, saying? Uh, if you uh, see the campus, East Campus oh, is wow. bigger than yeah. that place. Really? Yeah. And we talk about wow. 
we talk about with these athletes and stuff, man, these these kids, a lot of kids are coming from poverty, whatever, and they got the opportunity to change their family's yeah, life. Yeah, yeah, and you telling yeah, them that they owe yeah. it to some black kid that they don't know to go inspire them by going to TSU or whatever, yeah. whatever, play ball. When they'll, when those, when, when a lot of these places, I ain't saying TSU specifically. Right. Shout out Coach Penny doing his thing up there. Right. But like a lot of these places and stuff are, they don't have the adequate funding or facilities Essential to be allowed to allow these players to develop the way they need to to be able to go to the next level so that you know so saying? that's the stuff we need to be fighting for yeah that's the stuff we need to be fighting about that, for like man mm-hmm. bro, and Dion brought that attention if, if you've been to Antwerp if you've been to Antwerp <laughs> Yes, I have. Well, I have oh, yeah. Innsworth hey, yeah. is a college. Yeah. That's yeah. a college. Yeah. Better yes, than, than yes. TSU. Yes. You exactly that's right. You know what I'm saying? Exactly and, right. That's not okay. No, you know that's not saying? okay. And I that's think uh, okay. so they have. They literally have an Olympic pool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Like an Olympic yeah. school. Yeah. yeah. At a, <laughs> at a high school. Yeah. Like at a high school. <laughs> yeah, right. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. And yeah. Right. I think yeah. I think if you just look at that and you go and then I mean to, and this is not to bash THU because you even see on the flip side of that, like I said, going back to you don't want to be a victim blaming because it's like I think TSU's in some type of litigation or something right now where it's like they trying to basically like Find TSU for getting high class students. Them in uh, North Carolina A and T. Wow, this is the issue where they yeah. was like basically they're under questioning under like some type of like court hearing or something like that. Mm-hmm. Basically because that they trying to figure out why are y'all getting so many high quality <laughs> Abby <laughs> League type, yeah. type You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I think I think North Carolina A and T freshman class of last year had an uh, had an average like high school GPA coming yeah. in of like three point eight. Wow, and an average like SAT score. I mean, an ACT score of like twenty nine or thirty one or some crazy. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. now I don't know these exact numbers. I, y'all have to look this up, but yeah, you can yeah, verify yeah, this right. information, like for sure. Like, yeah, yeah. and this is things people are going on through right now. You know what I'm saying? So where there there is this fight to keep higher talent away yeah. from these schools because, but I also think on the flip side is just like, well, why are they doing that? And then yeah. you look at, then you can kind of look at like the alumni spending and stuff like that. For yeah. example. We look at even our high school. Yeah, we yeah, look at what alumni yeah. spending has done for East League. East, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the I football field. Yeah, oh yeah, the basketball yeah, the football teams, field. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. because the yeah. alumni began to start giving back to the school. And that's what I was getting ready to say right before you went, to, went mm-hmm. on that run. It, that's what it is. So they expect the Dion to do this and do that, but who's giving back to the to the school? Yeah. Who gives back to the school? We and, and, and I'm probably guilty of that myself. You get these education, you get these degrees, and you never give back, man. Yeah. And we gotta give back, I man. Mean, and I mean, not to say nothing crazy about Oprah, you know what I'm saying? Because I ain't trying to be one of the people to be like she post she over, mm-hmm. but she went she graduated from TSU. Mm-hmm. I ain't yeah. never graduated from me, like, Yeah, you feel me? I ain't never heard I mean, about yeah, that, like yeah, making right. no crazy donation or anything. Mm-hmm. But right. it's like you think about this. And then, and like, this is why I'm always an advocate of just like, bro, like, at the end of the day, let black folk live. If yeah. it ain't about bettering some black folk, yeah. let them live. Let them live, and man. Because yeah. you even think about yeah. that and like talking about with Oprah and not her not really giving a hope. I ain't gonna say she ain't never gave nothing back, but she, right. I mean, clearly, we, we, she ain't did a whole bunch over there. You know what I'm saying? And so, but you think about that and, and it begs the question for me, well, like, why? And you and not even you know and even like you said mm-hmm. TSU, but even a school like Fisk got financial been having financial problems since I came mm-hmm. to the city. I came in Nashville in 1982. They still having the same issue finance. And this that is a his, one of the be, most man. historically a historical like, school, man. Yeah, yeah, like all kind of history. Even if all Fisk went, if Fisk could no longer house students or something, I don't even think. I think. Like, like they probably couldn't even tear the property down because of the historical value mm-hmm, of mm-hmm, it. So it's mm-hmm. just like you think about that. I mean, the Jubilee Singers. It's the reason yes, Nashville right. has the name Music yes, City. You know what I mean? Yes. And you think yes. about that, and it's like, well, why? Where's the funding? Where's where is the? Where is funding, the I mean, man. the Jubilee Singers won a Grammy last year. Yes, that's right. You know what I mean? So, so I think I think the the bigger question ain't ain't you know what Deion Sanders doing or hell even what Eddie George doing down yeah. there you know what I mean because we yeah. talk about that too that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to tell you I'm going to tell you something else too yeah. it's, I'm going to yeah, tell you what's yeah. unfair yeah. now yeah. Okay. they want everybody to be like Deion when they hired Eddie George they thought he was going to be like Deion 
And man, when he mess around and went 0 and 4 or 5, they ready to fight a dude. And Eddie ain't got that cultural. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They ready to get rid of Eddie, man. They ready to get rid of Eddie. I'm, I'm glad he started winning some games. I like Eddie George, man. Yeah. He's a he's a Nashville. Y'all ran him to death, and, and uh, the Titans ran him to death, and now you want to run him out of a job, yeah. man. Yeah. And, I mean, I, even yeah. if you think about, too, what is promoting or prompting these HBCUs yeah. to give these these players who have never coached. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Yeah, they play, but mm-hmm. you ain't never coached. And it's like – because people mm-hmm. always think that sometimes that experience on the court is always or on the field yeah, is always def- the best different. teacher. Yeah. But, man, it's some cats out there that'll tell you, man, like, I just know how to do it. Boss. Yeah. I can't tell you how. I yeah, can't show right. you yeah. no, I just know you put it in my yeah. hand. I just yeah. know, how to, I know <laughs> exactly. how to make it happen. You know what yeah. I mean? And so you that's think about fair. that, and it's like it's not, a lot of these. And I think that's, that's going to be a test for the for Deion Sanders over these next few years is seeing like okay how good are you with these X and O's and everything like that because it's like yeah. now yeah. A lot oh of you got to come with it now yeah, yeah a lot yeah, of his complaints yeah. was like yeah. well you know we got the skilled players it's the front it's the front seven and front five yeah. or whatever you know what I'm yeah. saying and getting yeah. getting big bodies up front was like mm-hmm. well now that you got the tools to get these people and you're going to have that it's like now you got to produce it yeah, mm-hmm. really now they're going to be able to yeah. test this coaching for real you yeah. know what I'm saying but yeah. I kind of got off topic but like I think uh, it's interesting to try to see what prompts these HBCUs to get these High profile players and names who when you look at a lot of their track records they don't come from hbcu i ain't heard mm. nobody go to shannon mm. sharp and ask shannon sharp like mm. hey savannah state ain't never offered him a job to my yeah. college you know yeah. what i'm saying right yeah 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 yes yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Like, man, like, you know, y'all wanted him for the same reason. He probably wanted to come here. Uh-huh. Exactly. It's a stepping stone. Yeah. You know they can't say they didn't benefit from mm-hmm. Oh man, look, look around. Oh man. man, look around. Come on the now, campus, yeah. That, they, 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 they uh, went. I know what. Uh, what's the coach that didn't want to shake his hand? Tell me, he, yeah, yeah, he, tell me, he, he's not swag. Well, who is swag? <laughs> who is swag? You know what I'm saying? It's because of him. Because, because you made him. a move on him. Right? You know what I mean? Right. And I think, and I think, uh, and I think too. Like just, just like it's just important. Ultimately, man, for I'm gonna just reiterate this again for black people to just love on and let black yeah, people man. live, man. You, if right. you ain't if it ain't got nothing. If it ain't something to make you better, man, just let them. Fight. Let me hold you right there, Nick. Let's get into a quick commercial break, man, and we'll get right back into it. Nashville, have you heard? A black man bent today. Oh man, you're now tuned in to the Black Man Vent Podcast. And this is my song from my last album, No More Bad Days, One More Day. Nostalgic when on nigga shit. Sunday summers at my granny crib. 
Me and my cousins crept up on a twin. All this yelling when we get a whipping. Eat the watermelon with the chicken. Couldn't leave the table till your food was finished. Last one done, had to do the dishes. It's a lesson in that. You a fool to miss it. But the way this shit looping, feel like I can speak, make the music listen. I think I look at influence different. Like, fuck what you say, what you doing, nigga? Fuck what you got, what you doing with it? Niggas are fun, but a gift over foolishness. I knew my efforts would be more fortuitous if I just did what I does when I do this shit. Shift out my focus to making a difference and always improving shit. See niggas turn on their fans to click over Judas's. Wish they had known what I know, what I knew this shit. This my link, you're jumping over the moon with it. Who will give birth to a new revolution? With God as a tool, that's true evolution. So ain't shit you can do. Ain't no Chuck Indigo, you know what I'm saying? Better known again as Nick Drake. He is with us, man. If you're just not joining us, have you heard of Black Man Vent today? Again, glad to have my guy on our show, man. And I kind of want to steer our conversation, man, into more of how uh, Nick transitioned from, again, man, one of the greatest uh, basketball careers that I've seen, man, from a high school platform, all the way to now gravitating to the microphone. You know, naturally, uh, Nick, again, is a uh, well-known performer, artist uh singer songwriter and uh just wanted to wanted you nick man if you don't mind talk to our audience uh talk to nashville about the transition man how did you go from the ball to the mic what was the um inspiration in between that man if there was anything any experience anything that you kind of went through that made you want to make that transition man how did you how did you get off into that yeah 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 man uh well, so I, I mean, I don't know if you remember, but when we was in school, I was always in choir. So I was in choir, freshman year. Played the piano. Oh, yeah, played kids and everything like that. And so I was always into the music, doing music. Mm-hmm. I was an all state chorus. Like, I was okay. for real in choir. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, first year, go, 10 go, go bus, go bus. I ain't gonna do it right now, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I do. I do. Yeah, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And when bro did it, um, 
He put you out. He put you on the spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, right. Yeah, I'm already doing it. Yeah, I've been doing it. Yeah. No way. It's out there, though. Yeah. 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 We might drop a link. Yeah. Yeah. that compared to my music now, it's like it's night and day. But that was actually the song that got me like in love with hearing myself I'm like oh my god I, 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 I like to do this uh-huh. and so yeah. next year passes and I'm at school at Trevecca my sophomore year and at this point I'm, I'm starting to like dabble with more rap and stuff so mm-hmm. I'm like you know I'm writing and doing little sneak shows and stuff mm-hmm. like my coaches don't none of, none of my teammates know I'm rapping yeah. and stuff trying to do it I'm just kind of like yeah. cause I'm uh, you know I like it but I, yeah. but at this time it's Coasting like it, right? this yeah. right before everybody starts trying to be a rapper and stuff right. yeah. and so this is where it was kind of like you look like a bum you want an M. Yeah. 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 And so yeah, I was keeping it on the low. Um, and then it wasn't until one of my teammates who I respected, he told me I was the, I was dope. Mm-hmm. And like, you know what I'm saying? Uh it was it was valid to me because I knew he wouldn't like just lie to me. Yeah, yeah. And so I was go. like, all right, so I start uh over that summer, man, I really started getting it heavy. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Man, and uh me and the homie Nico Stockton was working on uh, our first like little joint album mm-hmm. was called Kaizen, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which means like continuous improvement. So we ended up dropping that, mm-hmm. and that was like our first little body of work. And that and that was like 
the start of like okay the music started becoming more like prevalent in the ball yeah and yeah. so yeah. um in in a yeah. weird way the taking the focus off basketball made me so much better of a basketball player because when i transferred mm. that's when I, I i didn't get my career high until my junior year mm-hmm. in college mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. i had 35 mm-hmm. uh i was a mcdonald i mean uh, i was a uh uh, NAI All American both years. Mm-hmm. I was there All Conference first team both years. Mm, yes you dig what I'm saying? Yes like, man, I scored a thousand points in two years. Talk your time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yes, sir. And just did all of that, but I mm. was not focused on basketball. basketball. Mm-hmm. I was my basketball. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna get to practice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Go to the weight room. I'm gonna go to yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, um, yeah. and so the way that kind of really got going heavily like that was, um, so. I left Trevecca um, after I had broke my hand my sophomore year, um, and uh, they didn't really just they didn't really do right by me as far as like my uh, physical therapy and stuff like that. And mm. That was when I kind of saw that like the business and the politics of uh, college basketball. Politics, man. Yeah, it was like a, <laughs> it was you know they had a new coach there and he was mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying he was it wasn't even a new coach he was an assist, grad assistant but he was helping so much with getting good players in and stuff like that or at least talented players um that i guess my coach was just so in love with dude and so when i broke my hand he had, he was just doing conniving little snake stuff man and uh it ended up leading me to like going off in practice you know what i'm saying like yeah. on some like bro tried to touch me and i'm like bro you touch me again you gonna catch me you know yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. i was like tell them like i'm gonna beat you bro yeah. Yeah. and so um yeah. That was the that kind of marked the end of my little Trevega thing, and I had just decided to enter into the transfer portal. Um, and at that time, I had met my wife, current wife now, but she was just my little thing at that time. Yeah, right. And uh, she was just so happening to go to Auburn, well, Auburn University, Montgomery. So it's in Montgomery. Yeah. Um, and at the time, uh, when I first got recruited out of East, I was getting recruited by the Lipscomb. Mm. That was I was my only offer, right. but it was a D one offer, so mm-hmm. I was really heavy on them. Right. Mm-hmm. The coach there offered me a scholarship. The day before I was supposed to come sign, they took it back and said that somebody that they had been recruiting for a longer time than me, wow, right. basically decommitted from somewhere else and wanted to commit there. See. So then they was like, "Well, we want you to. How, how would you feel about doing a red shirt, a red shirt year, and then we getting you on some on scholarship yeah. next year?" And I was like, "Ah." And so then the coach was like, "Well, I got a brother down in Montgomery." Um, and, he, and he's got a good program. I had looked at him. It was Faulkner. I'm like, okay, that's cool, whatever. But I end up still choosing Trebekah. Right. Time goes down. I'm with my girl. Me and my girl have been together about three, four months. And I'm really liking her. But I'm also ready to leave Trebekah. Right. Didn't have no other yeah. options on the table. And I remember, like, Coach Sanderson got a brother down in Faulkner. Yeah, yeah. And, like, yeah. so I was lucky enough. I had good film. I started both my years at Trebekah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was freshman of the year at Trebekah. Mm-hmm. So I was like, well. I know I got enough film to go somewhere and get signed. Mm-hmm. Right. Let me call him. So mm-hmm. I reached out to him. I sent him whoop whoop whoop. Um, and he just so happened he was coming down to Huntsville the next day to sign somebody. The guy who eventually was my roommate he and my homie Aaron. Wow. My homie Aaron. Yeah, he was going down to sign him. Yeah. And so he was like, "Well, I'm gonna be in Huntsville tomorrow. Maybe if you can put some guys together to play, I come down to see you." Came down, and I mean, just I'm tortured. Torture, <laughs> you feel me? Yeah, killing. And so um, he takes me to he takes me to Burger King. He said, "Well, I didn't bring any papers with me, but I, I seen enough. If you want to come to Fox University, I, the office." Wow. So he so I brought me down there to come visit. About a week later, signed. So two weeks after I'm out the transfer, I'm already telling my coach like, "Yeah, I signed." Wow. And they thinking like I'm, I was already fighting. Like, yeah. No, I just yeah. It just happened like it. Yeah. Was. Got out there, mm-hmm. Going down there, man. So as I got down there, going to this new place, like a way to find myself. Reestablish yeah. your identity. Yeah. 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 I've seen mm-hmm. it, bro. No one I've seen it. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a lot of times when you're fighting this bitch away from me. I feel like people just play them. Mm-hmm. This is what you do. Mm-hmm. Uh, you this way, you didn't mm-hmm. at that time, this wasn't even the school. I still wasn't fully considering like music. I'm just doing it on a more serious note. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. Right. Yeah. It's still just fun to me. Ex
I ain't gotta be a slasher like they think I can. I'm like, right. I should feel. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember my phone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. Like, Cause I knew my mama got like a limit, right? Like, anything over 125, she looking too like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, once a year, I can do it. Shout out to mom. Mom, like, I got a budget. Nah, facts, facts, facts. So, like, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, once a T32, she go for it. Yeah, right, right, right. She bought me the mic. Boom. I had a homie named Steven Bender. He was working down there. Guitar singing, cool with me, and got me a cheap little XLR cable. Mm-hmm. Started recording, learning how to use Logic and stuff, mm-hmm. and making my own beats and everything mm-hmm. like that. And I was just doing it real privately at the time. We was on our way back from a game uh, in Georgia somewhere. I want to say like coastal Georgia or something like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm back there playing some of my new shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Back here thumping. Yeah. <laughs> right. And so, bro, like, bro, yeah. it, my homie Cam, he's like, bro, that shit must be bumping. Yeah, right, <laughs> right, right, right. So I'm like, hey, man, hip, bro. So yeah. Like, yeah. So I got this nervous feeling. So I'm like, right. bro, I'm, they just make my music. Right, right, right. Trash, right. Yeah. And he said, hold on, bro, this you? Yeah. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. He said, bro, you hard as hell. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. 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 So he's yeah. like, Bro, it's crazy. I don't got no computer number. I be making like the beats on this little app or whatever. Uh huh. And you know, I'm thinking, I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. He plays with beats, and the beats is hard. And like, this is more blowing my mind because y'all on the same team. We on the same team. Yeah. yeah. But not only that, but he's what he's producing off of oh. is like it's terrible. It's not even. It's not good production. He's producing on his phone. Oh wow! You hear these yeah. beats though. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Bruh's making. He's yeah. taking lemons and making. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gourmet lemonade. Right. So I'm yeah. like, bruh, what? <laughs> Make right. beats like yeah. that's crazy. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, man, he um, he was doing that, um, and me and him just start cooking, bro. We just man. start cooking. Ain't that and like those. That like year and a half, two years, well, really three years, because he was my roommate for the next couple of years. But mm-hmm. that time in Montgomery was like where I was able to like develop mm-hmm. and like really like that's I don't know if it was ten thousand hours, but bro, it was close to it. We yeah, making yeah. songs. I'm talking yeah. about, and we didn't, and we thought all of them was five. Right. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But yeah, we yeah. was just really like working at pen and um, developing the love for it, and then so uh, going into my senior year, you know what I'm saying? Um, me and him, uh, we, we continued to work, just continued to work. Mm-hmm. And then after my senior year on the court, I went back for my like my grad year to finish up. Mm-hmm. And he, we stayed in the same apartment. And that's when we started working on Indigo stuff. Mm-hmm. It for me in yeah. terms of like, okay, I think I want to do this for real. Because yeah. Um, yeah. that was my first project I dropped by myself. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. It was, it was, it felt so good to like get something mm-hmm. like to create something from scratch. That, mm-hmm. You know what I'm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
Yeah. Pay, like, like this, yeah. Gonna pay rent to make sure we got stock. Then we good. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was supposed to be on two days. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, wow. Come on, man. Man. Come on now. A man that found the wife. Found a good thing. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. And she believed and she believed in the dream too, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool, man. That's cool. Oh, that's cool, man. I ultimately got, I ain't gonna say finesse, but it felt like mm-hmm. finesse at the time. Mm-hmm. We got there, it's this guy, I ain't gonna say his name, but he was doing this showcase, supposed to have all these people on it, big mm-hmm. names, and he's sending me these artists, and he's like, I'm gonna get the artists, so they'll have something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. get there, and I don't know if it was just bad planning or whatever but there was an event right outside literally like on the premises of the thing that we y'all supposed to be in wow yeah, it was a, they had like a nice setup outside of it whatever but mm-hmm. our stuff's on the inside mm-hmm. to this day i think that's the people supposed to try to look they, they mm-hmm. right. but there was nobody i ended up performing in front of the people i came with wow, wow. no bull one dude they mm. saw it he said yo do you want to perform again Tonight, I got another one. Yeah. So I'm going to get in. He said, No, I got it. He didn't see it. So I got another event. Walk, he pull up here. I had a form like six times in, in South by Southwest. Really? Wow. Yeah. You know, that was a good introduction to the industry because you learn people who say you're dreaming. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. Also, it's still boosting my confidence so much at the time. Yeah. I knew that the excitement that I was generating in people when they were saying, yeah, yeah, emotions, emotions, yeah, yeah. I somebody to mix it this time i'm get all this other stuff and i really tried to cover as many bases as i could with with the resources that i had at the time and like that to this day is like one of the that's the project that like most people know me for um around the city and just people who listen to my music that's the uh project that a lot of people are introduced to me by um speak that project name again indigo cafe yeah it's um because uh just what i did with it conceptually and um uh, the type of sound that I think I introduced to to this community here in Nashville, I think was just it was refreshing at the time and it was different. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Um, it wasn't like nothing that anybody could be like, oh, he sound like such and such. He, it was like, nah, bro, got a, his own little sound. And uh, you know, we did a dope show at Exit In, and like that was something I had like manifested really heavily. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. obviously, like, you know, 
really handled the transition of COVID that yeah, well. That's a lot know, of people. Saying, yeah. like, it's a lot of people then. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, because yeah. uh, it, it changed the way we operate as a, as a as a world, not just a city, but as a world, man. And what it did also, you know, that's one of the things that we advocate on this show is mental health. It brought out a lot of mental health issues that people got that they didn't even know they, they had. You know what I'm saying? Doors, yeah, yeah, man. You had to yeah. sit in the house. Yeah, yeah. Sit in the house and every yeah, day. Man. Yeah, I mean, yeah. and um, and so I think that uh. You know that that really had a weird effect on me for a while, and then also too at that time, I, my wife was pregnant, and so mm-hmm. uh, we had a pandemic, baby. So we had my daughter June fourth, uh, twenty twenty, mm-hmm. and um, you know what I'm saying a lot of people don't tell you about like just the transformation and stuff that you go through mm-hmm. when you're having kids and oh, how that man. like yeah. a lot of people only talk about postpartum stress when it comes to like women yeah like that is a very real thing it is real but when you're trying to yes. be a good partner and you're trying to be a good husband and stuff like that like it it, it could definitely take a toll on you too because it requires so much of you to like be present or not be as concerned about what you think or like you know what i'm saying all this different stuff is like that mm-hmm. sacrifice yeah and then also too like being an artist and coming up in this time, it's like, man, you know, there's so there's a stigma of what an artist is supposed to be. Yeah. You know, and what yeah. it's supposed to look like, how you're yeah. supposed to move, what you're supposed to dress like, and all right. this other stuff. Right. And for so long, I, I struggled with that identity shift. Like, man, like, how, how do I maintain an image or whatever, whatever? And you know what I'm saying? That was something I had to just kind of work through and just realize, like, brother, you don't have to adhere to that. You know what I mean? To, like... The standards of society, or what what they exactly, yeah, you know what I'm saying, and um, I kind of started shifting my focus to, you know what I'm saying, just being more like about trying to surround myself with people and put myself in positions and places that don't don't require me to code switch. Yeah, where I, yeah, I just bro. can be myself right? yeah, fully man. at all times without offending or without, you know what I'm saying, whatever the case may be, or you know, stepping on nobody's toes or anything like that. And so, um, you know that that whole process with my, with, you know, have my daughter and just working through that was it was tough you know what i'm saying and then i went through like a bad writer's block out mm-hmm. um but then george floyd his death came shortly after she mm-hmm. was born yeah. and then that kind of inspired like the uh you know, no more bad days that's what yeah. that's what really that came from my, which was my last album that i put out mm-hmm. um and that was more so that one was like a it's not it, it wasn't a very calculated body of work if in terms of like a lot of my other stuff is conceptual and it's really about it's me taking my time to try to make sure i connect with us and that one was really just me it was me venting you know mm-hmm. uh, and, you know what i mean no pun intended yeah. but like mm-hmm. it was really me um seeing i was really affected by the death of george floyd i think more so than anything because of how long yeah, yeah man it's like yeah, about yeah. nine minutes is a yeah. very long yeah. time yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and so yeah. to see that and just um the way that affected me man and then uh just kind of to see how uh you know we I mean it's the middle of the pandemic and niggas, yeah. niggas supposed to be in the house how is black right. folks still dying still we dying, yeah, right. like, you know I mean? <laughs> right. it was uh it right. was just really yeah. shocking man it was telling man and um yeah. uh it had me angry for a while and i think no more bad days kind of helped me get out of that space you know um and just really helped me um speak to what i was saying man you know what i'm saying uh and uh yeah man like uh now i'm at this place now i'm working on another album um it's called until i get there okay um yeah pretty much done with it you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. just uh you know wrapping up the ball on it but excited to put this body of work out it's gonna be releasing next year so um excited to put this one out man and just um, just ready to show the growth and just yes, let so. people see, you know, what I'm saying what I've been working on and proud that I didn't, um, uh, in so many ways, like I didn't uh, conform or 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 try to, uh, yeah, try to conform my sound to what like everybody else is doing today. And I hear a lot of artists who, in the name of like making 
their music more palatable or something to the newer generation they may try these different little and it's like for me i just kind of try to mirror with a trend yeah exactly and it's like for me i try to stay away from that and just more so um uh just try to try to stay as as grounded in who i am for real you know what i'm saying and authentic as i can without you know what i'm saying without making it like a heavy listen you know what i'm saying so making it fun and making it still something good to listen to without making people feel like oh he's trying to be too deep and all this other stuff so i think people gonna enjoy it and in so. your uniqueness bro um as we get ready to wrap up you still gonna have those type of people you mm-hmm. know what I'm yeah, saying? you just charge into the game yeah. you know, yeah. i ain't telling you something that you don't already know man even in our industry they may say that we trying to be like this podcast or that mm-hmm. podcast or what but i don't think there's no i've said this before so correct me if i'm wrong i don't think there's no podcast in nashville that has a father and son duo that's talking about black men issues. No, no, you know what I'm saying that. I'm talking about getting real grounded about it. You know where we get men on here that again may may vent, may cry, may cuss, but at the end of every episode, almost man, we get those guys and they'll let me and my dad know, man, I appreciate y'all mm-hmm. for having this type of platform that allowed me to do what I may not be able to do with my wife, uh, with my coworkers. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying with my church mm-hmm. family, whatever, man. So um, as we wrap up, man, hey. Nick Drake, man, is with us, man, and we just are super, super excited to have had him be a part of the yeah, show. Man. Before we let go, man, all of your social media handles, man, uh, talk to the mic, talk to our audience, let us know where we can find you on Apple Music, on uh, just various social media platforms. Give the name to that album release one more time, For man, sure. and, uh, and we'll wrap it up. Yeah, man, y'all can go uh, follow me on uh, Twitter and Instagram at I am Chuck Indigo. That's I-A-M-C-H-U-C-K-I-N-D-I-G-O. Uh, you can uh, catch my music, man. Anywhere you stream music, man. So that's uh, Apple Music, Spotify, Title, Deezer, uh, Amazon Music, Google Play, Pandora. Anywhere you want to find your music, you can just search Chuck Indigo, C H U C K I N D I G O, and uh, I pop up, man. Uh, you can go check out uh, Indigo Cafe, Indigo Season, Soliloquy, No More Bad Days, uh, and then y'all just stay tuned and be ready for uh, until I get there coming 2023 i'm glad you got a chance to come on man and there's so many other things i wanted to ask you man but we don't kind of ran short on time but man what i do want to do is uh just 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 um bless you man with being a father being a young yeah, father, sure, man, sure. it, and man. do that to the best of your ability, man, because yeah. out of everything that you do, man, that little girl and that wife, man, is the one prize that I know you got. That's it, man. I know you got that. For I ain't sure, heard sure. I ain't heard your music yet. I'm gonna check it out. For but sure. I know you got a wife and you got a little girl, man, and, and you a brother, man. For so sure, man. do the best you can, man, at holding that piece down. That's because it. that's tough in America right now to hold that down. You know man. what I'm saying? So yeah, keep doing that thing, man. Keep doing you, that. And it ain't, it ain't, it's a lot of brothers, man, that want to do what you're doing yes. in terms of just being in their child life. Mm-hmm. Yes. And believe me when I say I appreciate that. appreciate uh, Let's wrap it up, man. Um, Again, thank you guys, man, for joining us. Nashville, have you heard of Black Man Vent today? Nick Drake, better known as Chuck Indigo, man. Uh, one of the baddest left-hand bandits again, man, that I know <laughs> in Nashville. You know what I'm saying? Uh, appreciate you, bro, for being on the show. And uh, that's it, man. Um, it is what it is. It ain't what it ain't. You can do what you can and you can't, but what you can't pop Nashville, as I always say, until next week, it's a wrap. Black man, don't get trapped.